What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hour three, if you're listening to the podcast of the Donna and Steve Experience. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Ah, right. very excited. All right, let me tell you about Ed Sheeran, okay? All right, this is great. This is so Donna. <laughs> Did you feel happy when you saw this? I didn't feel happy. I just felt intrigued. I thought you would have felt almost a connection to him. <sighs> I like what he's thinking, but I kind of don't want to wait this long for the music. Because, you know. I'll probably well, he's gonna outlive me. Well, hey now, hey now, that attitude's not stretching your life out one bit now, little lady. Ed Sheeran has revealed that he's already planning for a posthumous album to be released after his death. Hmm. He was talking to Rolling Stone, and he said he has plans to release at least five more records throughout his career, with a special album being planned for after his demise. It's going to be a continual work in progress. He said, I, I want to like slowly make this album so that it's quote unquote perfect for the rest of my life. Adding, adding songs here and there. He said, uh, you just have to wait. But he has it in his will that after he dies, it'll come out. Wow. That's kind of cool. Talk about planning for your death. Jenny emailed, wait, don't tell me. Ed Sheeran has a death notebook, just like Donna? Wow. I'm worried about her. I feel like she is on the express track to becoming Flossie Dicky. Not <laughs> She one. did not say that. Read the email. Jenny. Jenny. Patty! <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, because Donna yesterday was talking about how she did her... Uh, uh, what to do when I die? What's in it called? In case I die binder. The in case I die binder that she's been. Which is thoughtful. Which is. Thank it is you. Thoughtful. Thank you, Steve. Uh, but it's also, you know. Little... I guess I didn't have to say it out loud. I could just do it. No, it's relatable. There are other people who want to do it. For every Jenny, there's a Judy who's like, I've had my binder for years since I was in my 20s. We should all probably have a death binder. How about this email? Steve, seriously, you were not aware that trees bud at this time of year? That's from Karen. So, Karen, first of all, don't bud shame me. I didn't know that with it still being so cold and so much snow in the ground, the trees would be in full bud. When do they bud? Do they bud like when it's freezing outside? I was just surprised to see so many buds on the trees. You know, it got me jacked up. I was pumped about it. Uh, Beverly Hills, how things have changed. Here's another email. This is from Sonia. She says, uh, we were talking about touring stars, homes, and all that kind of stuff. In the early 80s, my hubby and sister went on a trip to Los Angeles, and they got a map to stars' houses. In Beverly Hills, they knocked on a front door 
Paul Stanley from Kiss answered. What? At Diana Ross's house. They were dating at the time. Nice guy. But that would never happen today. Lol. Can you start this story all over? <laughs> sure. I didn't think it was super difficult to follow, but I will um, do it one more time. In the early 80s, Sonia writes, my hubby and sister went on a trip to Los Angeles and got a map to Star's Houses. In Beverly Hills, they knocked on a front door and Paul Stanley from Kiss answered. At Diana Ross's house. They were dating at the time. Nice guy, but that would never happen today. Lol. I feel like there's a lot of missing information in that story. So I you feel got like a you map. Got the nuts and bolts. You got a map of the stars' houses. You were like, "Huh, here's where Diana Ross lives." Yeah. Let me walk up to her door and ring the bell. You've already figured it all out, Donna. And then who answers? None other than Paul Stanley of Kiss. And as I'm, what happened after that? They just said he was a nice guy. I'm sure it was like, "Yeah, hey, all right, yeah, nice to meet you guys." I thought she gave the best parts of the story. Why are you so mad at this email? I thought it was a good email. I wanted to hear more. Oh, my God. What are we doing? And they're sitting out there, and they're like, hey, hey, we should, we should just go. We should just knock on the door. We're, when will we ever be here again? Just knock on the door. They don't have a gate up. Just knock. I guess. The neighborhood. Sure. They're people. Weird. And now this story about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, okay? Yes. I'll be quick. I just thought it was interesting. The two of them started sharing a bank account when they were in high school together so that they would have money for auditions. They were on a podcast, or at least Matt was, and he said, yeah, it was unusual looking back, but as long as one of them had money, they knew the power wouldn't get shut off. Mm. High school. High school. High school. Power? The power wouldn't... Doesn't mom and dad take care of the power company? Well, you're really fine-tooth combing these emails and <laughs> stories today. But don't... don't, all I don't right, know, maybe, maybe it was like right or after high school. I don't know. Maybe was, He said, I remember after doing Geronimo, I probably had like $35,000 in the bank. I was like, hey, we're good. We're good for a year. Mm-hmm. You were allowed to take $10 out and get quarters to go to the arcade and play video games. Eventually... We were allowed to try to buy beer, which never worked. Ben said their positive attitude is what helped them. He said, Matt and I always felt like we were in it together. Like, hey, I want to get this part, but I want you to get the part too. Mm. So when they talk about, okay, I'm going to fine tune, fine comb. What's the expression? I'm going to fine comb tooth it. Fine tooth comb it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my question is. Does it cost money to audition? I don't think so. I think it just costs money to live. Okay. I think that's what they're referencing. All right. I need more details. Rent, groceries. Here again, I feel like there are some context clues. I'm just surprised that you're walking away from the email and this story. I want to hear more. Like it was some sort of an M. Night Shyamalan cliffhanger situation. (laughs) It just sounds like it could be embellished or or elaborated on. That's all. I just wanted to hear more. I'm done. Hey, Donna. It's 11-11. Make a wish. I am. (laughs) Can I give something away? 
we would love it. What yeah, do you have? Anything it. good? It's I've a Friday. Got, I just reached in my pocket and I found a pair of tickets to Colin Jost at the yes. State Theater on Thursday, June 22nd. Well, let's give those away. Mike, what do you say? What what number caller will you give those to? Uh, six. Caller number six yeah. to 651 641 1071. You get those two tickets to go see Colin Jost. Good luck to you when we come back. 12 things we never thought we'd do as adults, but. Here we are. We'll go through the list. It's fun. That's all. Happy Friday, everybody. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hi, everybody. Hey, Steve. It's me. From the old. Stomping yard, as it were. Twelve things you thought when you were younger you'd never do, but now you're an adult and you do them anyway. Mm-hmm. We will run through as many of these as we can get to. Okay. Would you like to play along, Donna? I would, because there's one on there that I actually do. Let me see. Looking at... I think I might know which one you're talking about. Bird watching. Let's start right there. As a kid, you probably thought I'd never be a bird watcher. I once had a buddy who said, oh, those are BWDs. I said, what does that mean? He said, bird watching dorks. Bird watching. You used to think, what a dumb way to spend your time. And now, almost any bird I see, I'm like, look at that bird. Me too. How about that bird? I love bird. Check out the color of that bird. I know. The cardinal. Beautiful. Oh, and the mohawk. Does the cardinal have the mohawk? Are you thinking maybe of uh, a robin? Uh, not a robin. Maybe a mohawk, more like a woodpecker option. Oh, maybe. Does a blue jay have a bit of a faux hawk? Maybe. Mm. Cardinal's got a pretty good mohawk. A I cardinal has a mohawk. Right oh yeah. I got a. Why don't I think of a mohawk when I think of a cardinal? Cardinal mohawk. Oh yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. Okay. I got oh that. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does a blue jay have a mohawk? Oh God, is that a beautiful bird? Wow. And why, yeah, the blue jay has a mohawk too. Why, uh, you know, the, the, the male cardinal, oh boy, this is getting exciting. Well, listen to us. The, We've become our parents. The male cardinal is uh, bright red and the female cardinal is a reddish brown. Do you know why? Um, to, to differentiate between them. Oh, hey, sorry, buddy. <laughs> I didn't know. No, because uh, it helps to protect the mother. It helps the, the mother oh, of the young in. to blend in more to the surroundings. Nice. It's like on that old, you know, that commercial where you're becoming your dad, those insurance Yo, commercials. Those so they're good. so funny. But there's one recently where they're in an elevator and he's talking to them all, you know. Boy, it must be a nice view up there on 17. All that. But the, my favorite part is as everyone's leaving, he steps out and says, stay in touch. <laughs> Oh, those commercials are brilliant. All right, let's go back to what we were talking about. 12 things you thought I'll never do, and now I'm doing them. Let's see how many we can get through. Gardening. Somebody said, growing up, working in the garden was a punishment. Now, it's joy, right? It's relaxing. Yeah. It's a good way to unwind. This is a Reddit list that they compiled. Um, Giving up on creativity. We're getting a little bit darker here. You thought you'd never, one person said that as a kid, they wanted to be an artist and insisted they'd never get a job working for the man. Yet. Here we are. Yeah. 
You never thought when you were a kid that when you grew up, you would stop liking new music. Now, what do you do? You just kind of listen to the music that you liked growing up. You know, I don't. But I have siblings that only listen to older stuff. And I'm like, you are missing out on so much good music. I think your career has kept your perspective young in that way. Because you've always been around new music. That is a good point. Yeah, yeah. It it, it kind of bums me out. It's like all you're listening to is what you were listening to in college. So my mom always says we had the best music mm. when we would grow up listening to the oldies on 3WS. <laughs> why, do you, why are you laughing at the name of this know. station? I don't know. Donna. This is where the one that I think Donna will raise her hand on. She probably didn't think this would happen when she was younger, but now she does it as an adult. Going to bed early voluntarily. That's one. For sure. That was not the one. That's not the one I was thinking of, but yes. I like going to bed early because I like getting up early now. Yeah, yes, queen. I am flossy, Diggy. Not one bit. (laughs) How about this? You never thought you, when you were young, that you would tell your kid, because I said so. Mm. Another person (laughs) added... I thought I'd never say, while you live under my roof, you'll live by my rules. Right. I think I just said a variation of both of those things yesterday. You did? No kidding. Yeah. Which one? I'm not going to reveal. Okay. But, yeah, you get into that situation where children, you don't have to teach children to push back against authority. Right. You know, it's... Like, we didn't say, hey, here's a way that you can, you know, tick your teachers off. Right. Or me someday. They just, they, suddenly it's like one time you're talking to them. They and get then sassy. They get sass. And me not like the sass. Mm. Me like uh, respect. You know what I'm saying? Do you have I, like a whistle, like in that <laughs> sound of music? Like, hi, <laughs> while the kids come That's in right. a perfect line and salute. They each have a specific mm-hmm. whistle. No, yesterday I was thinking maybe I need a whistle. Maybe we we need something here. But you have those moments where That'd you're be like, funny hey, if you were like, we need to um, like recenter here. What's the structure yeah. of this home? What's the expected behavior? How should we be operating as a family? And then you know, recognizing you don't bring a perfect solution to the table either. My, I screw up a lot as a dad. I mean, how fun would it be to? Be a fly on the wall. Oh, I would love that. Oh, right? That would be awesome. Oh, I'd love to see Dad Steve in action. Yeah. Yesterday, I was pretty irritated. I was pretty, 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 pretty. irritated. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Sure, I'll tell you the situation with leaving all names out. <laughs> it started... The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle.
connected with the dog somehow got an old macaroni and cheese casserole dish um, and Lou was putting stuff in there. We have a refrigerator in the garage, putting stuff in there, yada, yada, yada. The dog brings it down. It shatters into a million pieces in the garage. And then before any of us knew that this had happened, uh, part of the casserole dish with old mac and cheese is out on the driveway as well. So he was dragging out pieces of glass that had mac and cheese on it and then dropped it and then it shattered out there too. We were cleaning up a ton of glass. A ton of glass everywhere. Shop vacuuming, moving things around, Well, sweeping. and who knows if the dog got anything. We're, yeah. We don't think that he did and we're really hoping we were watching for any signs last night. All seems to be normal. But yes, that a concern as well. So we're doing this and then the house suddenly looked like a bomb went off. The house, parents know this, your house can look great where you're like, somebody take a picture right now. This looks great. And within six minutes, the place can look like a bomb went off, especially when you've got little toys and little hands and they're just things are strewn about. So it it all came from a your mom and I are outside sweeping up glass and we have been essentially for the last half hour. I want you guys to get this whole place cleaned up. Everything that you're seeing right now, I don't care if it's your mess, your brothers, your sisters, whoever, everybody is now cleaning because you live in this house. So clean now. And I came in after sweeping and sweeping and sweeping. Donna, do you think that it was clean? No. It was not clean, Donna. <laughs> and I just, I just set up a little straighter, man. That revealed a little I bit know, of right? a... It, re- it revealed a little stuff. I know, but see, that's the thing. Is I'm not, Back in the day, parents used to like yell, like actually yell. It's true. We mm-hmm. all abuse the word yell now. It's true. Don't yell at me, Dad. I'm like, I mean, yell. You want to hear me? Ah! <laughs> oh. I'm not doing like a T-Rex scream into the ether. I would like to leave now. I'm just saying. Okay. So then what happened? So then we had a long, drawn-out conversation that was tense and frustrating, probably for everybody involved. How many minutes did you give them to clean up? Oh, when it wasn't done? Yes, between the time you told them to do it. I was probably out there for about 10 or 15 minutes. I came back in and I said, what am I looking at here? What's going on? What, What was missed? And then one person said... I did my part, and the other person said that they did not want to do it now. And I said, okay. And then I called the other person down and said, it's time to clean. And then it was met with a response that wasn't great. I wasn't in a great space either, having been sweeping up glass after I got three crowns put in and had my mouth drilled for two hours. I admittedly was in a bad space, and I owned that. I blame the dog. But there was still other stuff that was was happening. It, It unearthed some some speech and some behavior that I get you either gotta, you gotta parent your way through it or you just you gotta up. nip that in the bud That's right away. Exactly. I right. hear you, dad. I'll clean up my mess. So then later when we had them clean, we said, we just don't care how long there is no timer. We're not going to set a timer. It's just clean now. Just clean until it's all clean. I'm going to be sitting here. Let's dance. You're in timeout. Someone's going in timeout. All right. You know what? What? The thing on the list that you missed yes. was get off my lawn. That is you? Yes, it's I totally me. I said it to action. kids before. I'm like, kids, nope, we don't ride the bikes on my lawn. Like it's that Augusta National Golf Club over at her place. <sighs> Whatever. I mean, come on. Goodbye. Uh, when we come back, a slow jam. Oh, boy. That'll make us laugh. That's next. Rocco, they just made me talk about being tense as a parent. And so... 
I'm hoping that whatever you're bringing now is just filled with levity. Um, it involves um, offspring oh, really? and reproduction. Oops, let's get rid of reproduction. Yeah, here. Oh comes. no, here goes. <laughs> oh, oh chickens. Hey, oh, let's no. go to the slow jam request line six five one slow <laughs> jam. Hey, caller, what's your request? Um, Marnie says, Rocco missed a real opportunity in Slow Jam. She fully expected it to be our conversation about eggs. All right, this one goes out to oh, Marnie. No. Here's your Slow Jam. You know how sometimes, like an egg yolk, can be yellow? Or it can be bright orange when it comes right out of the hen's vent. Vent. How often? Okay, here comes farm talk. (laughs) Ooh, farm talk. Guess I better switch things up, y'all. There is a special vent. That I think that vent is a one-purpose vent. I don't know. I don't know how chickens make baby chicks. I don't know what's happening. It's probably horrific. Anyway, this vent they pops out a, a, a day. They need a rooster, I'm pretty sure. I'm glad you said rooster. There's a synonym available. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's just crazy, right? And then they're just going to plop them out. And here's my question for you. Okay. If the chicken, if we didn't know about these eggs, people if only chickens lived on the earth (laughs) would there be landfill size mountains of eggs that's a good question everywhere (laughs) would the earth be littered with eggs because we are the only ones who then put use to the eggs, otherwise they plop an egg out because that egg (laughs) and now questions you wish you weren't on mic for the egg can't Turn into the music. <laughs> a chicken? Right. Unless or can it? I don't believe so, no. Unless there's a rooster involved. Okay. Do we have any calls? <laughs> we don't. Oh, yeah. That was what? the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. <laughs> now, and that's why we're an award-winning show.
I did just Google it. Uh, unprotected you. nests are easy targets for predators such as skunks, snakes, rats, opossums, raccoons, coyotes, foxes, blue jays, and crows. So if we didn't eat the eggs, okay. uh, other animals would. But that, I know, but if chickens were the only ones on the planet, yeah, as true. Steve suggested. Or even if if you just got rid of people. I don't know if snakes skunks etc or let's say this more more realistically if uh if people just stopped eating eggs dealing with eggs but chickens continue to produce them right. i think that is an interesting question that they there could in fact be let's say elizabeth reese she has chickens in her backyard right wouldn't you hate to be her neighbor i mean you know i guess there's not a rooster but just chickens aren't you like why do you have yep. these chickens Maybe people love them. I don't know. Chickens are great. Please don't email me if you have chicken. I love it. Eggs are great. Your chicken is great, and you're great. <laughs> but if if everybody just said, we're going on strike, we're never going to eat an egg again, the chicken will continue to plop out the eggs because they don't do it based on supply and demand, right? They're, they're like, I'm just going to continue to plop these right. out. In theory, her backyard could be filled with, egg. with eggs within a year, probably. It's kind of an interesting point. Rocco, you know I'm like here. so the per, the whole the sole purpose for the chicken laying the egg is for our consumption, for to be consumed. <sighs> it seems that if they cannot turn into a chicken, which did we they, do you think the that? chicken is like I better lay these eggs? All those people wanted omelets. Think of it this way. But what's it doing it for? Or can it turn? It, in, did we get an answer? It, can it turn uh, into a chicken? No, well, it cannot. It, unless a rooster, rooster fertilizes the egg. Okay, See, right, these right, right, eggs right. Okay, yeah, we talked about that. are like our eggs. Yes. The chicken, I, my assumption is that this is some form of ovulation. <laughs> Look, we've got another slow jam for next every, week. <laughs> every other day? You know, a simple Google search could probably help us the next time we're going to be talking about this. But this this. helps us. This is good for everybody's brain. We're thinking. We're wondering. Google eliminated wonder from the world. Uh, We probably need to talk to somebody at the state fair next year. Maybe you should come to the state fair next year, Steve. Yeah, Steve. I'm thinking about it. I think my schedule is going to be clear. Good. All right. So hens will lay eggs regardless of whether or not they're being kept in the company of a rooster. Okay. Your laying hen's body is naturally intended to produce an egg once every 24 to 27 hours, and it will form the egg regardless of whether the egg is actively fertilized during its formation. Hmm. Still doesn't answer the question. What do hens do with unfertilized eggs? Hmm. They send them to Keys for to make delicious breakfast. She'll <laughs> there's a middleman involved. But. Nice. <laughs> She'll sit on the eggs for as long as she would if the eggs were fertilized. She doesn't know. Does I mean, she would sit on them? Would yeah. she end up on a mound of eggs? Like would no. she keep producing more eggs? If she kept sitting on it, she won't lay any more <gasps> eggs. Get out of town. So the farmer will take those eggs from her so she'll start laying again. Oh, my. Wow, what a fascinating animal. It, Have no you guys kidding. Googled how does a rooster fertilize an egg? No, Because it involves, it involves cloaca on cloaca action. <laughs> oh, God. I Rocco. I'm just saying. We can't I say cloaca we can say on, on the radio. Okay. It's one of those seven dirty words. Okay. 
It, it, the mating is a very quick process that lasts only a few seconds. Oh, so no different than human. Donna, what? Donna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wait a minute. So, the, yeah, but they have to do it. Okay. <sighs> what is a cloaca? Why are we doing this? Uh, it's because a character I don't know on Star I'm... Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I am Glowaka. It is a cavity at the end of the digestive tract for the release of both excretory and genital products. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. We should have somebody <laughs> no, from wait. the U of M. <laughs> no, hang on. The Can agriculture we get somebody school? to the genital products aisle for a cleanup on... Oh, now that we're Rocco. talking full science here, a, um, a rooster... Has an organ called the papilla or the papilla, which is uh, which is located inside the bird, just inside the wall of the cloaca. It looks like a small bump and is not at all similar in form or function to the what human. we are used to, right. except to the extent that it can produce the stuff needed. Needed. Got oh my it. word! So did you see a video, Rocco? Uh, no, just photographs. I want to see a video right now. Did you know that in Roman times, they used to call their sewers cloaca? Really? Yeah, now I'm looking at the wiki page for cloaca maxima. (laughs) Rocco, put put safe search on. It derives from cloacina, a Roman goddess. Mm. Wow. I am... uh... I'm watching a rooster video right now. (laughs) Stillwater Steve says... Exactly why I won't eat eggs. Kind of gross when Whoa. you think about it. Mm. As I expected. Oh, everybody's emailing. This is <laughs> horrific to witness. The average hen will produce about 600 eggs in her lifetime. Cloaca is pronounced cloaca. Oh, cloaca. cloaca. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. This rooster is very... Oh my god! Intimidating. Following. Eric, I'm just going to keep these women around. Are these? I'm know, just going to keep chickens. spewing out <laughs> no, fun facts. Don't use spew. Oh, sorry. Eric says I know folks who feed their chickens scrambled eggs. Hens vent. I love this sheet. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, fun fact: This. Did you read this from Alan? The average hen will produce about 600 eggs in her lifetime. I sure did, Steve. But you were looking sounded, at chickens. I'm sorry. I saw a rooster video. Of how they create more chickens. Um, oh my goodness. This rooster. Oh my gosh. You know, this is probably the only time I've ever looked up these sort of animal videos is while on the air. And I did it once with horses and it shook me. Terrible. That is not a fun thing to watch. Rhinoceros. Try an elephant. Okay, I did a rhino, and it's just like insane that this is how they, how it happens. Let's take a phone call. Did they go away? They just went away. Um, I think a lot of people just went away. (laughs) From the station at large. (laughs) Totally. Bye, everybody. It was good while it lasted. Yeah, guys, we had five and a half years of this stuff. Oh, my God. It was fun. Hey, Rocco, thank you. That was fun. Oh, there goes my music. Speaking of that little cuckoo bird, I wonder if that little cuckoo bird on the Rocco Clocko is a chicken. Probably not. All right, let's find out what the soup is. We're both starving. So hungry. We will call Brian and figure that out. That, when we come back, it's Don and Steve on my top. Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. I was just going to look and see if there's any new uh, Google reviews, because I always tell you to check them out, because they're really good. 
Uh, here's somebody from just five months ago. Said the Crescent Tide team was a gift. Calm, kind, sincere, clear, never hurried or impatient. Always available. Uh, the reviews are always like that. They also say the other thing that uh, is a real big. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder positive for crescent tide and that is the price you know when, when end of life stuff occurs you don't want to be uh, spending a ton of money you just want to maybe pay the least amount of money and then maybe go uh, have a celebration of life for that person that's where you want to spend your money right simple cremations start at just eight hundred dollars at crescent tide they like to say they keep things simple transparent and affordable. It's Lisa and Verlin. It's a small family-owned business here in St. Paul. Like I said, my mom signed up for a prepay, pre-planned cremation. Maybe that's something you want to do for your family. Crescenttide.com. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on my talk 1071. Where talk is fun, Steve. What's up, lady? Hey, remember earlier? I was just, I was really deep diving into some of our stories and some listener emails. I have a follow-up. So, we were talking about how Rihanna had this guy come to her house Mm. and wanted to propose to her, but he didn't really make it past her driveway. So, this is a stalker-type situation. So, we started talking about, wow, like, this is public knowledge where people live. Doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or not. Quick Google search, you could get anyone's address, I think, right? Yeah, unless you block it. Yeah, you you can have a block. You could block it, but see, in the in the like in Hollywood and Beverly Hills, even if you block it, you've got all these people who, for a living, are driving around waiting to see you exit a house, and then it's like, okay, confirmed. Right, that's Rihanna's house. Right, you know. All right. Well, there was a story from a listener, Sonia, who was saying that. You read the email, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, Tell they were me back in, in the 80s. Uh, Sonia said her husband and uh, his sister, I think, they went out, and they were in Beverly Hills and, like, found some stars' homes, and then went up and knocked on one of the doors at Diana Ross's house, and Paul Stanley, who Diana Ross was dating at the time, time Paul Stanley from Kiss, opened the door. And she was like, yeah, you can't do that anymore. And I thought, that's cool. That's good information. Fun email. And then I was like, wait, what? I want to know what was said when the door was opened. I want to know how you got through security. There's a lot of details that were left out. So, Sonia says, here's more details. Okay, great. Paul Stanley answered the door in his robe. Wow. My hubby was 12 at the time and instantly knew who Paul Stanley was. Oh, wow. Paul said, 
hello, children. <laughs> then my husband, 12-year-old husband, said, isn't this Diana Ross's house? <laughs> Paul Stanley said, yes, kid, I'm visiting. <laughs> they then small talked for a few minutes and left. That's it. Funny encounter. That was a nice addition to the story, Donna. Thank you, Sonia. I'm glad you demanded more. And Sonia, thank you for sending in more. Yeah, he, Sonia, you, you're you a rock star, man. Boy, I didn't think he was 12. Me yeah. either. Yeah, kid. Oh my God. Could you imagine? You open your door and there's someone like, Hey, Mr. Patterson, I'm a big fan. Ooh. <laughs> Me no likey. Me have your address. You have your address. I know you do. You took pictures outside of your garbage cans once. Did you know about this, Mike? I did not. Oh, well, why don't you share, Steve? Well, I just, I had her address because I had sent something to her house once. And then I was like. Who gave you the address, by the way? Don't worry about it. Uh Power play. So then I get her address and I had always said, you know, I just thought it'd be funny to just drive and take a picture outside of her house and not knock or call or anything and just send it to her. (laughs) And, and so did. one day I was I drove my mom to the airport. I was in Bloomington. I was in the neighborhood. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I swing by here? And I went and uh, she still hadn't taken her garbage and recycling cans in. And so I just took a picture there saying, hey, don't forget to bring a these video. back in. Oh, is it a video? <laughs> oh, I yes. Forgot. A video just reminding you, like, take these in. Don't forget. And then I uh, I left and then I sent it to her. And I was still in bed. Got the video, got the notification, and I was like, hit play, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. This creeper was standing outside my house taking a video. So, remember the flowers you sent? Yes, I do. Well, they had your address on the the envelope. You know why they did? Because that's when I, uh, Donna's dog had passed away, and I was in Burbank at the time. Shooting, shooting Ring Nation in Burr And Donna's dog dies, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to send her flowers. Very thoughtful. So then I send her flowers, and then they accidentally went to my house, and Lou texted me and said, are these flowers supposed to go to Donna? Because then, like, the card, I'm sure, said something. And I said, yes, crap, are they at the house? And she said, yes, how funny. I got them and I thought, oh, wow, Steven sent me flowers because I've been home with the kids alone for a few weeks while he's out there working. That would have been a nice thing to do. (laughs) So that was a uh, bummer. That was not great. So that's probably why the address is there, because that's originally where they went. Yep. Donna, you are welcome anytime, except not weekdays and a lot of weekend mornings and also evenings on the weekend and the afternoons almost every day are out. Otherwise... Come on, knock at my door. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's rocky cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. It's your soup, 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 Oh, come on. All right. That's all right. I like the Delta. I like what, what are you hoping for? I'm hoping for split P. Gar. All right. By Gar, I'm in bar. Jeff Tears, Brian. Hey, buddy. You guys just hung up on me. 
Well, that was Mike. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, oh my God. things. Sorry, uh, didn't mean to. Hey, it's Friday. Yep. Let's start with the soup. What's our soup today? I got a chicken black bean and rice with like a roasted tomato jalapeno base. Oh. Is it hot? No, it's okay. You'll, you'll be all right. All right. You mean spicy, Donna, huh? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hot. It's yeah. always fire hot. Man, that pot that you guys keep that stuff in. Yeah, no kidding. It's There's hot. a reason for that. It's a hot pot. What's up with the reason for the hot pot? There's just certain people that like their soup hot. Understood. Understood. And let me be on the record as saying I support that. Me too. Heat level. I got something for you guys. What do you got? Go hang a salami. I'm a lasagna hog. Wait a second. Oh. Is this a riddle? Is this a palindrome? It, that is my favorite palindrome. That's a palindrome? Go hang a salami. Go say it again, Brian. Go hang a salami. I'm a lasagna hog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. And do you know that we're in the middle of 10 days of palindromes that started on March 20th? So I do. So okay. That's why I, would, I would give you guys a good one. That's a really good one. Now, Donna, you say it. Say what he just said. Oh. You wrote it down. Uh, go hang a salami. I'm a lasagna hog. You got it. What a yeah. Before you go, entree today? Oh, uh, it is a seafood basket. So uh, cod and shrimp, you know, got to stick with the Lent theme. A couple more weeks, guys. Okay. Breaded? Breaded. You're killing me. Sorry. It's all right. We got to go. I'll have Bye. the soup. Bye, Bye Brian. Bye, salamis. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the word salami. Go hang a salami. I'm a lasagna hog. That's, That's a solid one. Funny. That, dang. What it's was the one that you said longest. yesterday, Mike? A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. That was always my favorite one. Now go hang a salami. I'm a lasagna hog is up there. That's Come great. on. That's real good. You can't talk Salami, that. lasagna, hog all oh. together. Go hang a salami. A, I'm a lasagna hog. And it's Donna. aggressive, too. Go hang a salami. Yeah. I'm a lasagna hog. I love it. Big weekend plans, Donna? You got it, buddy. Going to the cabin. Oh, very nice. Must be awesome to have. You've been successful, and now you own multiple properties. Oh, look at how his tune has changed. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why are you being nice? No, I'm just saying it must be uh, really, really nice. You have multiple properties, and that's incredible. You going to the barber? What's up? I'm going to go to the barber. Yes, I am. Uh, Spell that backwards. I don't want to. Oh, it's beer rap. I mean, what am I, taking a road test for a DWI? Oh, hang a salami. I'm a lasagna hog. (laughs) I think, yeah, we could just use hang a salami now as a buzz off, you know? Like when we used to record. Just oh, little, yeah. You know, we could do that. Like sit on it. Yeah. Hang a salami. I don't know about that. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I think people might think it means something dirty. I'll tell you what's interesting about salami. It's got to be cut the right thickness. You get too thick oh, and yeah. you're chomping into now just a huge hunk of salami. It's like jerky. Oh. Yeah. But I do like salami. Bye. See you guys. We did it. We did a whole week of programming, three hours a day, uh, five days this week. That's 15 hours of us entertaining you. And we are privileged to do it. And we hope that we made you laugh and we hope that we made you smile. Our encouragement, as always on a Friday, is that you would passionately embrace a stranger. <laughs> At the Starbucks drive through <laughs> Get out of your vehicle and hug the person behind you. Have a great weekend. Bye now.